0: My name
1: is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Darth Maul, the Phantom Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast. The Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit
2: watch. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounding Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the Force be with you. May
1: the Force be with you! Volume
2: high.
1: Hell. hi? El- <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. I'm Hunter.
2: And I'm Matt. From Legion Sabres. Uh, Matt, how's it going, man? Yeah, it's going pretty good. Thanks for having me on the podcast. It's uh, been yeah. a long time coming. Looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, well, of course. Uh, the first time that I met you was at, was, was at MegaCon a couple of weeks ago. I know Hunter's been in, in contact uh with you for a bit and um and i've seen so many legion sabers they're 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 fantastic they're they're amazing so we're excited to uh talk all things about legion sabers
2: dude i'm excited too where do we start all right
1: uh well well here's the first question uh the impact that your lightsabers has had on the star wars community is incredible what made you want to start legion sabers and what keeps inspiring you to do so today
2: that's a great question. It's kind of, it's, a, it's an interesting story because I, I have like a decade of experience where I was like a youth pastor. So working with middle school kids and high school kids. And whenever I would be, whenever a Star Wars movie would come out, I would go to Costco and grab like a hundred tickets and then just pre-buy them to whatever Star Wars, Star Wars movie there was and just get a whole group of kids to go and participate in that. And then we'd sell out every single time. So that was just like, it was just huge in community building. Um, I'd actually never been to any like conventions. i uh, never even like held a lightsaber. Uh, interestingly enough, like I, I bought this company. I, I saw uh, I saw Legion Sabers for sale on like a, a website, and I was like, okay, that's really weird. But I I wanted to like serve. I actually wanted to serve like a fandom and an audience um and build like a business around a loyal following like that and so that's kind of what attracted me towards the lightsabers initially I was like well I've always been like a Star Wars fan and so that's cool this fits the the bill of like having people that are just really passionate about it as evidenced by all the creative people around Star Wars and uh the art that goes into it the uh you know you're making a film accurate a screen accurate Chewbacca like, stuff like that doesn't happen in every fandom or every, like, following, but it does happen in Star Wars. But I will—I wasn't actually, like, fully convinced even. Uh, it was a high school kid that started this business with his dad. And his name was Brennan Stalker out of California. And uh, the first, I, I kind of just, like, tempted fate. And I was like, well, I might as well just look into it. So I, like, messaged, uh, I messaged the guy and was kind of curious why he was selling and uh all, all this other stuff and uh the response i got back was just really positive we just kind of we we had a phone call and on that call I really connected with them and i was kind of like well i guess we could take it one step further i was still kind of like uh it seems ridiculous to buy a lightsaber company <laughs> at that point point um, and it was ridiculous so it, it still is but as I was talking with him, like he said, okay, I'm going to send you a lightsaber. And I think when I got that lightsaber in the mail, that's like, that's kind of what, what changed everything. I was like, all right. Like he said that they were battle ready, that they, uh, had like LEDs up and down the blade, uh, that, but that you could really like hit them pretty hard together. And, uh, that they had different blade styles. You could do as many colors as you wanted. um, And they had like smooth swing and sounds. And he had a bunch of videos that I could look at too. And I was like, all right, that actually, that sounds pretty cool if you can really do that. And I kind of expected that they would fall apart like right when I got them. uh, And that it would just be a a really big hassle to do any kind of like repairs or anything like that. Uh, But when I first like held them, I was like, oh my gosh, this is... This is insane. And then to know, like, yeah. you can do like the gesture controls with them where you can change the color just like whispers of power. Just by That's gestures and everything. That's so bad. I, I was blown away. And then, you know, since I bought the company, uh, we've added a bunch of features like Bluetooth control. You can change like the sound fonts um, and the way that the width, blade styles look. Uh, but yeah, connecting to them from your phone, but the uh, once I once I held that saber, I was like, oh, I get it. Like, I I totally understand why this is this is amazing, and I think I stumbled across something just incredible. And so I continued talking with them, and even then, I was I was not like a hundred percent sold because I was like, this is like way too cool to be true. Uh, yeah, this there's a lot of lightsaber companies that are out there and more than I initially thought when I like first purchased my lightsaber, but, uh, or when I first got that lightsaber, but what really kind of to this day has, has made me love running this business is when I put a lightsaber in somebody's hand, like I see that same click yeah. like at the conventions, like, uh, one of the things we're going to do for like an ad campaign or something like that is just have somebody at our booth uh, mm-hmm. video recording people just like their first experience. Cause it's, it's always like this. It's, it's like you put something in your hand, like, Oh, that like, that feels weighty. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah, it's air, airplane, great aluminum. We've got some other metals on some of them. Uh, and then they're like, okay. And then we show them how to turn it on with like the <laughs> gesture controls and like, Whoa. And then, we start like our my favorite display or like displays like when we just like start whacking them against other sabers and people are like are yeah we're gonna break it. It's the the whole idea of okay you you break it we buy it, uh, <laughs> is is the fun part there. But so to be honest, like fun is like a a huge core value of mine, uh, and yeah. this is a way that I can serve the the audience of Star Wars uh with just like a full a full heart and the same thing that i experienced when i held my first saber is something that i want everyone to be able to experience um and i feel like i feel like that's possible and that's why we do things a little different at, at conventions and stuff where there's a lot of uh i've seen other saber companies where they kind of leave sabers on the table and you can like feel the hilts uh, but for us, we want people to be able to like test them out, battle with them, and uh, so that's why we had like um, Star Wars Theory at our booth, and he had like three matches with folks um, in in the main the main alleyway there. Uh, yeah, and uh, I guess that's the. Does that answer your question? That's kind of what got me. In, yeah, got me into this. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, the main thing that I will say is. If I had a lightsaber like you have, like as a kid, I couldn't even imagine what that experience would be like. Be because of there's experiences like that of, of like your first lightsaber, your first time to Galaxy's Edge. Like it's 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 those moments that really like kind of mm-hmm. bring you more into the Star Wars fandom. And having a lightsaber like like the ones you guys have is just incredible and I think it doesn't matter if if you're a kid or adult if it's your first time holding a lightsaber it's like you're getting sucked in more and in, into the fandom so it's so incredible that you give um almost everyone this opportunity uh and at, at, at cons and then just in general it's so cool.
2: Yeah thanks fam it's it's awesome.
0: Colin I think you you kind of led into the next question I was gonna ask Matt. Um that's more like community focused. So this might be an interesting answer. Now, Matt, I guess I didn't realize that you had just gotten into the lightsaber community, like through starting or buying your company. Um, yeah. The, the question I was going to ask. So like when I got into the star Wars prop collecting scene or prop building scene, and everything um, replica lightsabers were totally different than they are now. You had like your force effects or black series lightsabers. And then, Anything a step above that, it was all like custom install, custom machined hilts and stuff. And now there's just a ton of options out there with, and you you hit on the features and stuff, but a ton of options out there with like really solid features and like really solid made lightsabers and all that. Um, So I kind of wanted your take on where the community is at right now with lightsabers and like the different options that are out there with, um sabers for either new people getting into it or like veteran collectors that are more into some really really fancy stuff um but i just wanted your take on that
2: yeah you've kind of got different you got different strokes for different folks i guess uh (laughs) you've got like if you're looking for something that you can battle with there's some folks that just love a baselet and those kind of have the same features. They've got like the gesture control. They just don't have the LEDs in the blade. They're lit from the base. And those are simple and easy to get into. Um, we sell them at the conventions for like uh, $150 and on our website um, for around that same price it, starting wise. Uh, and then the, the hilts that we have, uh, you can choose from like apprentice level to something more like our, is, our Pixel Ahsoka's go for like 730 for the pair, and they come with like this custom box that's pretty sweet. Um, so generally, like 300 to 450 dollars. And uh, the, the the lightsabers are just improving consistently. And what's nice about our lightsabers is that, like as as they improve, like if you if you love your hilt, like. You can just like upgrade the electronics of them. Um, they come with like a year warranty, and so they're they're gonna last. And we kind of stretch that year if you're like 13 months or whatever. Like we just like to take care of people, so we're gonna do that. Uh, but then you also have, uh, and, and I would say that, that that covers like a majority of the community. And then you've got people that want really high end, screen accurate replicas, uh, and. We have some of those, but there's other companies like Vader's Vault. Uh, they were yeah, over fantastic world. stuff. Oh, it, they just—it's a little above
0: is. my budget for most of their yeah. thing, but it's yeah, it's really really nice. And I've seen their stuff at conventions, and their sabers are beautiful.
2: Yeah, Alan's great too. I mean, that whole family puts their sweat, blood, uh, their blood, sweat, and tears like into their sabers. Um, and there's other great folks too. Uh, and then you've got those like individual commissions. Uh, so you can find somebody to, to make that. And I'm happy to make connections. If you're looking for something that's like high end um, I can point you in the right direction. There's whole, there's whole Facebook groups and Reddit groups and stuff like that, that just like that geek out on this stuff.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's that's cool. I have a, a couple buddies that do it, but like one of them, um, new hope workshop, he does some crazy custom install stuff with like, more bells and whistles than you could even think of to buy off the shelf and it's really cool to see people put all that into the Sabres um and it's it's also interesting to see too like I said when I started to get into the Star Wars prop making or prop collecting world these types of options weren't really available so with the advent of neopixel sabers becoming so much more accessible to people it's it seemed like it's really expanded the lightsaber community quite a bit which has been awesome to see from from companies like yours
2: Well, thanks. I think so. And, uh, I mean, there's still a lot of room to grow. Uh, for us, like we're trying to figure out like custom Saber builder, kind of like giving a uh, Galaxy's Edge experience to people at Comic-Cons. And we're working on a 3D Saber designer where you can design everything online, like the, the uh, Jedi Survivor games, uh, and then have it mailed to you in pieces or have it you know, pre-assembled if you have a visual representation of what it's actually going to look like. Um and then you've got existing now you've got you've got people or you've got sabers with like rotating crystal chambers uh yeah have, there's like, some crazy um uh, we're also working on uh just exclusive kind of saber designs with uh font makers um jay delorean we're and talks with him about doing some sabers pre-installed with all of his sound fonts and, and different stuff like that. And Kyberphonic too, uh, Jesse from Kyberphonic, uh, working on doing some of those things so that we can have a little bit more of a a higher end offering at the conventions with partners in the saber community. Cause it's a, there's room enough for everyone because uh, most people, they start with one saber and then you, you've got like a 20 in your room by the end of a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And
0: that's a cool take to hear too. Cause obviously not every company is, is in it to actually be involved with the community. You, you get saber makers who are saber sellers, I should say, who are just in it to make a buck. So it's, it's nice to, to see people who actually want to connect with the community in some way.
2: Totally. I, yeah. I mean one of the things that I love doing with Legion Sabers is so far like everyone on our team is just super passionate about like cosplay and lightsabers and the community and it shows when we're at the conventions cuz we're able to have those like one-on-one connections and uh like our lightsabers tell themselves we don't have to be like pushy salesmen or anything with with mm-hmm. lightsabers it's like here hold this and then you get that experience and it's like yes I I need this in my life, <laughs> uh, but Izzy, uh, he is pretty much going to be running our conventions from from this point on. Uh, I met him. Uh, I actually like followed him on Instagram because I was like, I need to know people in the saber community, and we just hit it off. And he's been at every convention that I've been at. Like the first convention was in Portland, and he just like told me you should buy about this many lightsabers, and we did we did great. That he he was right about on and. But he came to Los Angeles Comic Con with us and MegaCon, uh, and we just signed up for uh, almost every every fan expo convention uh, that they have as corporate sponsors uh, for the next year. And so he's going to be like pioneering that. But he, in his spare time, he is like a, a former American Ninja Warrior, and he does like lightsaber classes like lightsaber training classes (laughs) and that was awesome like being able to have somebody like that and bring them into legion sabers it's like oh dude this is providing a platform for people to like uh share their passions and to really connect with the community at an even deeper level and that makes me so happy yeah
1: yeah yeah no i and speaking of the uh, community and um like of of just how how awesome it is to be part of it how did it feel to go to a great event like mosh eisley and and kind of have your booth there and and just kind of experience like the craziness
2: of 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 mosh eisley oh man i was not prepared (laughs) (laughs) mosh eisley was i I If you had told me six months ago that I would be in a drag queen dressing room, like prepping and charging all of our lightsabers so that they could go on stage to a pop punk event with some of my the idols from like when I was in <laughs> high school, uh, <laughs> celebrating Star Wars, I would have been like, I need some of what you're smoking, you know, like pass it over. <laughs> uh, but it was yeah it was just it was so magic like the the community and just just being able to to hang out with people like you guys uh, people that are yeah i i made so many connections with people that just like love star wars that put their heart and, and their passion into it and it was it was i just couldn't have imagined an event like that i'm so thankful for uh creators of, of masha isley for for putting that on and really thankful to be and honored to be just like to even have like a, a little booth back there we didn't sell any lightsabers like we actually kind of sold out at MegaCon, and uh we had to like stop selling our floor models <laughs> on oh. <laughs> and just did online orders and we're still making those so they they should be sent out like in uh couple of weeks we should be ready to send those out um but i think that it's just another one of those places where we can support uh the community and uh where the community like really stands up strong um it's kind of the the people that are bought in the most are at mosh isley yeah i i
1: i mean with the lightsaber selling out i mean i guess it's kind of a good problem to have um, uh, but that was so cool. And that was also my first, um, uh, that was my first Mosh Isley. I really, really didn't know what to expect. Hunter kind of gave me some details, but I was kind of going in blind and, and just seeing like of just everything that Mosh Isley was, was just incredible. So it's a tough thing to
0: describe, experience. man. It's, a, it's a, yeah. a really special event and shout out to the, thank the maker guys and princess. Yeah. And for getting that going, but it's, it's been a really cool like subset of the community to see start to, to take off and it's become something really special.
2: Yeah. Yeah. dude, and Yeah. Such a great community. Such a great community.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many great lightsaber designs in the star Wars universe. Um, and I know there's so many to choose from
2: uh, which lightsaber is your favorite and why? Oh yeah. This is, a, this is going to be a hot take. Uh, the, it's the first lightsaber I ever held. I, I should have brought it in here today, but it's actually like Ray's saber staff. Uh, and it it's interesting cause it has like, it's not a button. It's, it's like a click wheel that you turn to turn yeah. on the saber. And it just feels, it's so solid. So, uh, Brennan, when I first asked him, like, yeah, just send me a saber and and let's let's check it out. He was like, oh, I got the one for you. And he was totally, I would not have picked it out for myself, I don't think. But having got it, I'm like, oh, um, uh, I I had a friend take it down to Los Angeles for a while, and I was like, where is this thing? Like, I need that back because uh, <laughs> he took <laughs> I had to like a few sabers, and I was like, where's where's my where's where's my saber? and that's kind of it's just mine i guess it's a sentimental thing and i'm like i could never see myself selling that uh or or giving it away just because it kind of is what what birthed the company um Mm -hmm. and but there are some really there are some really cool designs and i'm excited for the ones that like my team is going to design and i think those will have like a special place in the hall of fame too um but yeah raise raise saber
1: um, her okay um hers at the end of rise of skywalker that has that has like the kind of switch thing that you have to do yeah 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 okay cool
0: yeah that's a really sweet saber design and it was cool that they pulled in design elements from her staff
1: yeah yeah so, I think my favorite one. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, I I I was I was gonna say really quick that my that my favorite saber would probably have to be Master Cypher Diaz's saber. Um, I think that is one of the coolest designs. And I know we only see it on screen for like a second, but I think that design was just to me that was that that saber is kind of significant to the birth of the of the Clone Wars because of. Without him, the Clone Wars would never exist, and the Clone Wars holds so a special place in my heart. And I think a tiny bit of Hunter, but not really. Um, but uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I I love that saber, uh, Hunter. What's your favorite saber?
0: I if we're talking like cannon sabers, it's yeah. a pretty close toss up between both of Obi Wan's main sabers. Well, I guess he. I mean, there's depends on how you really want to get into it. How- yeah. Detail oriented, but you have like in general the Phantom Menace style, and in general the Revenge of the Sith and a New Hope style. And for mm-hmm. me, it's kind of a toss up between his oh. Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith sabers. Those are both like those are just the iconic sabers to me. Um, and the Revenge of the Sith one, I have like a like a core memory from when I was a kid going into Toys R Us when. I think it was when Revenge of the Sith was still in theaters and getting like the, the one, it wasn't the ones that you flick all the way out, but the blades telescope almost down fully into the hilt. Okay. Um, but it was Obi-Wan's Revenge of the Sith saber. And for whatever reason, that one's always stuck with me for that reason. I just love that saber design. I think it's cool. Cause it's, I mean, compared to like you have the, Anuho version, which is 100% found parts. Um, they're like it's not it's not custom machined or anything i mean it's a like a kitbash a bunch of found parts but then you get into revenge of the sith um which is like a like an idealized version of it that wasn't made from the same found parts it was stuff made to replicate that and give it like a little bit of an extra star wars embellishment and i think it's yeah. it's a pretty cool cool thing um yeah. As far as non-canon sabers, though, Star Killers definitely takes the cake. I
1: I knew right. you were gonna say that. <laughs> I
0: I love that. We were talking about that at MegaCon when we stopped by Matt's booth. Yeah. Um, but I I love the exposed crystal chamber. It's super cool, and then the fact that it has a Graflex-inspired top half, I think, really yeah. sells that Star Wars look for me. Because sometimes you can get some really cool designs, like, oh, that's a sweet, like exposed crystal chamber and other details and stuff, but it doesn't necessarily look star Wars. And I think the star killer one, having that Graphlex inspiration and some of the other design elements really pull it into feeling star Warsy to me.
2: Yeah. You're right. The uh, it, We've got going back to the obi wans now you've got like the Obi-Wan uh, TV version too. Uh, and, yeah. And, that is a we got a weathered version of that that looks pretty pretty sick. We got a clean yeah. version of the Revenge of the Sith one, um, but the it's interesting as we get more advanced in lightsabers because the sabers that we sell, like our manufacturer, is the same manufacturer that has done a lot of the Star Wars shows. Um, hmm. so the, the one in Obi Wan, like it's it's our saber. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Which is that crazy? So we're. Yeah. We've got, Inaccurate stuff as yeah. it kind of progresses.
0: And that's been an interesting thing too. Cause like there's the, the original Sabres in a new hope were a, a wooden dowel with some reflective tape on one side and it's spun. And like, that's how they got that effect on camera. And yeah, back then you never had like in camera lighting effects and stuff. And then in the prequels, they kind of progressed a little bit more. It was just like a metal rod in a resin or metal hilt or whatever, depending on if it was stunt or hero. And then you get into the filming of the sequel trilogy, and they actually started to use technology that fans developed for hobby lightsabers and stuff like that to get real mm-hmm. um, on, like in-camera, on-screen lighting effects on the actors themselves which is a whole different ball game. And you, you talk like you see actors do interviews and they're talking about, Oh yeah. Like I have this lightsaber on set and it felt like a real lightsaber. And it's because of technology that's really similar, if not the same technology in a lot of cases that you get in these, these sabers that you can buy as a hobbyist.
2: It's interesting. Iman, we met him in Portland, but um, B-City cosplay gave him one of our lightsabers in Los Angeles beforehand so we, we started talking, but Iman, before we gave him that lightsaber, he didn't have a lightsaber, even though, you know, he plays uh, Ezra Bridger. Uh, yeah, really? Series. Yeah, so we we gave him Sabine's saber because uh, I didn't have Ezra's third saber uh, quite yet ready for him in, in Los Angeles. And then in Portland, we gave him uh, the other one. And he actually bought the stapler, and he bought, like, uh, he's got – a few more from us. He bought Ivana, the Shin Hati one. So now she's got one of our, uh, awesome. savers. Nice. Like, kind of like the actors of Ahsoka using our stuff. I'm like, you guys rock. Uh, <laughs> That's so cool. That. You don't get to take home the props. And so being yeah. able to have something like these savers and you can look at Iman's TikTok and stuff. So he's spinning it all the time. He's just like, he's just taught somebody yesterday how to use, how to do the Obi Annie. Mm-hmm. Um, That's
0: super
2: fun. Our team got to teach him how to do the Obianni because he's he's learning the specific style of uh, Ezra Bridger. So it's been a it's been a wild ride so far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as we I think we're kind of coming towards
0: the end of our list of questions here. But as we wrap up, is there anything anything you you guys are working on at Legion Savers that you want to plug or any? like special new sabers you got coming out or events i know you mentioned fan expos already but anything you want to plug to the fans
2: yeah i think that that's really it Uh, our fan expo we are going to be doing pretty much all of the u.s shows and we'll be corporate sponsors for that um we're going to be uh in the next I think I'll, I'll just tease this one out. Uh, we met some really cool folks uh, at MegaCon and really kind of taken, my dream is to launch like a bunch of companies around like Star Wars and serve the community in a bunch of different ways. So um, shout okay. out Star Wars newsletter. And so we do a daily dose of Star Wars uh, to your inbox uh, and then plan on doing a few other things. Uh, but I travel, one of the guys that that travels with us is an illusionist is his name is uh, Gabe with Cards, and he does uh, some sleight of hand stuff, and it's just super fun. We travel with uh, uh, Coach Izzy as well, uh, and so we're we're working on. We we met um, this guy Tyler uh, at MegaCon, and I, we're gonna start having him come out to all of our all of our shows. Uh, and what we're working on is doing like a kind of reality TV show of like what it's like to work at a lightsaber company and uh, follow people with conventions and um, hopefully do some interviews kind of like this uh, and put them on a YouTube with the hope of like getting on, putting together like a Netflix show uh, at the end of it. Uh, And so uh, you guys can follow uh, at Legion underscore Sabres at Instagram. uh, Legion Sabres on TikTok we will be, we're ramping up the YouTube, um, and then just just keep keep on the loop. Definitely have a lot of May the Fourth stuff coming up. We're prepping for that, uh, but we're building a we're building something that's just like really centered around the community and uh, here to serve Star Wars fans. So we'll be there uh, whenever you're looking for a lightsaber. Oh, and if you want to get one this month. Uh, Use the code SWstuff at LegionSabers.com. dot uh, you can save fifteen percent off your order.
1: All right, awesome, awesome. Yeah, no, I, I think my next one that I'm getting is would be the Anakin Skywalker one because I've been really, really wanting one. And I one. and, yes, yes, and there was what I think there was like a couple of months back. Um, Hunter and I just felt like being kids and we just had like a giant lightsaber fight. In yes. his backyard and uh <laughs> and and we just were using a bunch of the lightsabers that he had and i was like man i i need one so this just talking about this has made me really excited <laughs> to get one
2: so thank you for that
1: well, um so what a good
2: for you uh, thanks for inviting me on the show and i'm sending you yeah. one of our ambient lightsabers
1: let's go oh my god
2: okay i'm so excited
1: fantastic son of a bantha let's go man wow ah okay well i'm very very excited and uh and it has been a pleasure talking to you um and thank you for everything that you do for the star wars community and just really inspiring people and making people happy like that's one of the great things about being the about being part of the Star Wars community so and you're doing a great job at it so
2: thank you so much well thanks guys really appreciate it go allesavers.com
1: yeah uh from from all of us from the star stuff podcast thank you for listening and may the force be with you always force be with you.